ESPN1420N.com. Because for sports fans, there is no offseason. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champions. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome into the Great Scott Show on a Thursday morning. The Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. It's a beautiful day. I mean, the high today is 80 and the low is 63. That is Chef's Kiss right there. I mean, that that's just that's just beautiful. Um Norman Locke, as he does every Thursday morning, is in studio with me. Yes, I am. Let me ask you a random question. If you were a ghost, what location would you want to haunt? Hmm. Do I want to have fun or am I being serious? It's up to you. See, if I if I want to have fun, it'd probably be like a school. <laughs> That's <laughs> scaring the hell out of kids. That's going to be fun. I thought you were going to say like the Cowboys locker room or no, something. No, 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 no. That's going to be fun if I'm a ghost. That's fun. The kids, I mean, they got to go home at 3, p- at 3 p.m., so it's not like I'm, I'm terrifying them to yeah, death. Yeah, but they're, then they're all going to need therapy later in life. Probably so, but it's fun. You do it to an adult, they're, you know, they're calling you know, the see, priest. No, see, that's scary. If I, if, I, if I go haunt, like, a graveyard or, like, a, a, a battleship or something like that, that's scary. Oh, you mean, like, fun or you mean scary for you? Yeah, well, well scary for the them. Dumb, nobody's, I mean, come on. What's scary? If you saw the lights flicker on and off while you're using the bathroom— or you walk in a classroom and the door slams, or you're in a graveyard and you start hearing somebody talk, or you start hearing noises. Probably, you, probably, probably the latter. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, what if, what if I'm in the museum? You're in the museum, you're chilling, you're watching a painting, and then I start making the faces move. Okay, now that, that now you see that's scary. No, no, that just sounds like an episode of Scooby Doo. That's that's all that is. Don't get me started on Scooby Doo. Yes, <laughs> I won't. I won't because we we've only got two hours this morning, and I feel like. Scooby Doo would take us somewhere, take us far to to somewhere way. Far. We start breaking down Shaggy and Casey Kasem and what Scooby snacks are, and now we're just we've just we've lost it. Yeah. Um, Shaggy was dope though. I'm not doing it. I'm not. <laughs> he was my favorite character on the show as well, but I'm not going down that road. We're not doing it. Uh, one year ago today, man. One year ago today, uh, that's when that was the beginning of the end of the sports world for a long time. I mean, I don't want to say it died. Let's just say it uh, it took a long hiatus. Yeah. But it felt like the sports world died a year ago today. When Rudy Gobert tested positive and the refs dramatically ran out onto the court. Got everybody out the stadium. The Pelicans were in Sacramento. It was going to be on ESPN. Um, it gets canceled. And then it's like, are they even going to be able to get back home? Are they going to allow flights? Everything, one after the other, was canceled. And then two days later, March Madness, done. It was just, it's like, you didn't know what was going on. I mean, Rudy Gobert was being 
treat it like he was patient zero, which wasn't true. Not to say he didn't deserve some of the criticism he got, but it, there was just so much unknown, dude. A year ago today was – it's crazy to think how much has happened in the last year. Him and Donovan Mitchell wouldn't, wasn't supposed to be teammates after the ordeal that happened with, with the COVID spill because Donovan Mitchell was upset that he tested positive – Everyone was. Everyone, yeah, everyone was. Everyone yeah. was, but specifically Donovan Mitchell. Like, you didn't take it serious, and now I got it. Yeah. But when he got it, it was kind of like, is this, am I going to die? You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, right. a year later, obviously, I mean, they they, they appear, they're doing well. I mean, they pet. There was thoughts that, like, that locker room would never be the same, and Correct. the Jazz have the best record in the league. So they're, 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 they're doing okay. But if you had told me a year ago, like, Gobert will never play again in the NBA, I, at some point I'd probably have been like, you know what, I believe you, because anything is possible. Anything right is possible, especially at this this particular time last month. We didn't know anything. We just going by just gut feeling and what the – I get, I hate to say it, but what the television is telling us. And, the, and that was the, the feeling. And to watch March Madness, one of the biggest uh, – I wouldn't call it a festival, but I guess you call it a tournament. The biggest tournament in the – in the United States going on gets canceled. Billions, millions of dollars get lost. Whew. It was a turn for the worse. ESPN 1420.com. And now here we are a year later. March Madness is happening all in one city. You've got uh, a football season in the books, a Super Bowl champion. Uh, the NBA is about to start their post-All-Star break. They had an All-Star game. Major League Baseball had a 60-game season. They crowned a champ. They're about to start another season. You had college football. You have college basketball. College baseball and softball is happening now. Um, Even, even you know, the the, the, the FCS, uh, they're playing football right now, but they're playing. So in the end, you know, uh, you you had high school football. You had high school basketball. Shout out uh, Coach Broussard and – STM for winning their 25th straight last night and, and going to a fourth straight conference championship. Excuse me, state championship. Uh, St. Augs in the state championship. St. Augs in the state championship. St. Martinville has a chance to win a state championship tonight. So my point is, a year later, even though things aren't like full stands and all that other stuff, I think if you had told someone, I keep saying a year ago, a year ago we we, we thought something might be coming, but we didn't foresee what was happening that night. Because people were like, maybe they could finish the season later, this or that. If I had told you, you know, 11 months and three weeks ago that next March 11th we'll have all that stuff, I think every one of us would have been like, where do I sign? Right. You know what I mean? Like, all things considered, Norm, I think from a sports standpoint, I'm glad we're we're in the place that we are right now. Yeah, and we're we're trending upwards. Um, You got reports coming out that national uh, baseball teams and – Football teams say that they have on having full capacity stadiums this upcoming season, and some places are stipulating, you know, uh, mass, no mass. But just to say, just to think that we're going to have a full capacity stadium um, this season versus last season is just completely worlds different. One thing that didn't change. I say it didn't change. It did change from COVID and that it became a little more difficult. But one thing that was the same before last March 11th and now is that the Saints just, you know, squeeze. It's a fire sale. Squeeze the salary cap as hard as they can. You See, have you played the latest Call of Duty? No. There's an option on there that happens every now and then. It's called a fire sale. We get everything half off. 
And that's basically what the Saints got going on. It's a fire sale. You run to the box. You get whatever you need cheap. Right now, the Saints need a quarterback for the cheap. The Saints need a defensive line for the cheap. Right now, they need cheap, good talent. Well, here's what's here's what's good about that for the Saints. And for that matter, I think a lot of teams around, I'll say every team in the NFL, come next week, there's going to be a lot of above average, I'm not going to say great, above average veterans that yeah. are going to be looking to sign one-year deals. Yes. Some of them will be guys the Saints cut, yes. like an Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. The Saints may have to cut Janoris Jenkins. Let me tell you something, guys. Don't try to act like that's not going to have a big on-field impact because it is. Uh, I won't be surprised if Latavius Murray is cut. Malcolm Brown. Yeah, like th- those are those are things that if if it wasn't for the cap, those are moves they wouldn't make. Right. You know, Morstead. As much as I love him, and I, and I texted him this week, and and he responded, you know, and and wished me well and thanked me. I feel like that was happening regardless based on his kind. Like if the cap had been like $200 million, I feel like that's a move that still would happen. I feel like some of the things, not all the restructures, but Sanders was the first one where you could say, if you're honest with yourself. He's a luxury. Fans, it was like if it wasn't for the cap issues, you would not have released him. It was a luxury. Well, I'm going to say even if the Saints didn't have cap injuries, if they didn't have cap casualties that they had to have, Emmanuel Sanders still would have been gone. Who's going to throw him the football? Uh, he it's a luxury. He wouldn't have been gone. They're not. They wouldn't He's, have. They wouldn't have cut him to save four million dollars on the cap if they weren't trying to squeeze. When it started, they were one hundred and sixty. It was eighty million. I, 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 I do. No, no, no. If if you in terms of what he's going to count against the cap. Oh, okay. Next year. It's they they saved a little over four mil if you include the signing bonus and what they still have in terms of dead money. So uh, I don't think nobody's, that move would have happened. I, I do because now Quan Alexander be that would have happened. They weren't, he got injured. Yeah, but thirteen million dollars, and if you release for him, injured, there is no dead money. And then for an injured linebacker, you're not going to pay that. No, but if his cap hit was eleven mil and I you were going to pay him thirteen mil, they probably would have said. Give $2 million, a, let's give a shot. Give him a year to recover while we pay him half and he's going to come back and play half a season. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, I, but I do think that the Saints would have w- walked away from Emmanuel Sanders because they don't know who's going to throw him the football. What? what did, so they just need to release all their wide receivers because they don't have the quarterback locked down yet? Well, true. Silly. You, you can't have a surplus or a luxury. Emmanuel Sanders came over to help Drew Brees to put the Saints over the top at the wide receiver position because I, I've – for the last couple of years, I've told you Traquan Smith hasn't panned out. I don't know if you're still high on Traquan Smith, but he hasn't when panned out. When was I ever high on Traquan Smith? <sighs> we might have to pull a tape three years ago. Yeah, you did. Go ahead. Go. You're going to be looking for a while. <laughs> when was I ever high on Traquan ta- Smith? Not you. I'm, saying, I'm pointing to you. I'm saying you, but no, no. You know, I, other this, people were high this, on Traquan Smith. If you don't, Smith, if you don't think Sanders was, was a cap-related move, then I just think you're wrong, and yeah. you're not going to convince me any, yeah, any way I just, otherwise. I think it was luxury. It was luxury tax. It wasn't that luxury tax is an NBA it's a song. term. It's a it's a song. That's what you, I'm sorry. In sports, it's a it's an NBA term. Yeah, but you go you go in the luxury more tax. more cuts are coming. Like Latavius Murray or like Latavius doesn't. That's what two point five million dollars. Like that's what I'm saying. But it's like that that little bit helps. But if the Saints had Drew Brees, if the Saints were all the way going all the way in, they wouldn't cut Latavius Murray to save two point five million dollars. Like they, they wouldn't do it. But now, does it matter you gotta, if you got you gotta, a big bruising? You got to get below it. A big bruising. You're, suge- back you're you- suggesting the Saints are having a fire sale, which they're not. Otherwise, they wouldn't have franchise tag Marcus Williams. 
I think they franchise tag Marcus Williams because he's one of the top safeties in the league. They, I, they, they, exactly. They're trying to keep the young core together. They're trying to be competitive. You're suggesting they're just letting guys go because they don't care, which is silly. I said that they let Emmanuel Sanders go because it was a luxury. I ain't say they didn't let him go because they just want, just willy-nilly. No, it was a luxury. You can't have the luxury. Now, Marcus Williams, that's not a luxury. That's your future. Emmanuel Sanders is 34 years old. He already had an Achilles uh, tear, if I'm not mistaken, that's not you. You get rid of that luxury. You sell off the the big expensive BMWs and you ride in your little Chevy, and that's what they had to happen. Michael Thomas, you got a hundred million dollar wide receiver that didn't score a touchdown last season. You got Emmanuel Sanders. You have a question at quarterback. You can't have all these luxuries. You got to get rid of them. Janoris Jenkins, luxury. No, <laughs> luxury. No, absolutely to not. Have two cornerbacks that go that could have been getting possibly played over ten million dollars. That's a luxury. Had to get rid of it. Not if you're wanting to be competitive and win. If you're suggesting that if they cut Janoris Jenkins and you're saying that happens if the cap was $210 million rather than $182.5 billion, that's just a ridiculous take. Did I say that? You you were suggesting that you, you just said, it like, like Emmanuel Sanders, he's a luxury. He's a luxury. Right now to this point, without Drew Brees, he's a luxury, Scott. I'm sorry. So, so, so if they cut him, you're going to suggest that would have happened anyway? Yes, because... So what you just said, you wouldn't. And now you're saying it, you are. Because he is a luxury. That's absurd. He's a luxury, Scott. No, he's not. He is. No. He's a starting quarterback that so, you need on your team. So why did the why, Saints... Why, like to, to, why to, didn't the to, Saints resign Teddy Bridgewater? Why didn't they sign Teddy... Because he got $60 million from the Panthers. It would have been a luxury to give him a lot of money and have him sitting just behind Drew Brees, right? Is are you comparing a backup quarterback to a bona fide a starting running cornerback? Back, a, back, a backup a wide starting receiver. cornerback. I'm comparing it to Emmanuel Sanders, who is a starter. Who has to leave. Who is a starter? I mean, you're, you're comparing you're a number a backup, two wide receiver. You're comparing a backup quarterback one. to starting players. That's yeah. just stupid. Yeah, and one that made sixty million dollars, by the way. And he's trying he to get cut. A $60 he, and, and, and he's on the top of the trading block. Yeah, and he has that. By what the way. he what he's doing in Carolina has and, nothing to do with the point. And also, Saints fans sit up there and. Boasted him up to get the sixty million dollars, but Teddy Bridgewater wasn't worth that money. That, that, Dude, that, you, that you, again, see, this is what you do: you deflect. That's not deflecting. It's really a, no, a you, do, you, do, you deflect and bring up another topic when you're not making a good point, no. which is suggesting that Emmanuel a Sanders starting quarterback a and a starting wide receiver is like paying a backup quarterback a sixty million dollar contract. Emmanuel Sanders a luxury? Absolutely not. Well. Uh, we and neither is Janoris Jenkins, He's, which is stupid. I get you. I get you what. I bet you what that BMW is getting off the line. A, lu- a luxury is that what BMW you had, a luxury. It's no. depth on your defensive line. Luxury. No. Okay. No. It's it's trying to put together a winning roster. He didn't. You didn't win. So, it, okay. So every team in the league except one just has luxury players. Yes. <laughs> All right, there you go. Now, once Norm gets into a corner, he just says, "Yep, you don't I win the Super yes. Bowl." Every team that every team just has a bunch of luxury players, but the Super Bowl team doesn't. So the the Forty ers didn't have a bunch of players that they had a luxury of having, and now they have. I want to say a, a high of fifty one free agents. What, what what is your what is your definition of the word luxury? So when you have a luxury player, I feel like that's players that you add to go over the top that you did not necessarily need to win. Didn't the Saints have two successful seasons, over 10 wins, without Emmanuel Sanders? Yes or no, Scott? Did they win last did year? Did they have – no, here no. goes Scott Prather. Did they have two successful seasons They had more without, than that. Did they have two successful seasons with Michael Thomas without Emmanuel Sanders? Sure. Yes or no? 
Okay, sure. so when they added Emmanuel Sanders, what was the storyline? We need to get over the top. Okay. This is going to add, this is a luxury. You didn't who need said, it. Who said this was a luxury? Well, why don't you Google it? It was, it was, it was, it was an top. absolute necessity. You're the same guy that sat around saying they don't have any other receivers. I They're did. trash. And I that, did. And, and, I got, saying, and, I got, and I got and I got blown for and that. Now, and now you're saying. I got saying, blown up for that. Oh, yes. You say anything I got on Twitter and people that. respond. You can say that about literally anything yeah, you put online. Hey, I got blown up for saying that Traquan Smith and a wide Norman, for the focus, Saints was trash. focus, focus, uh, is, focus. Is Emmanuel Sanders a luxury? Focus, I'll say you. absolutely not. And you're the same guy that said that their receiving core was trash. Yes, I did. And then they go and they, out they and they sign the guy, and now you're saying, no, it was just a luxury. It, it was see, a luxury. You see, you see how hypocritical It was a luxury. You Did Can you, you see look how up Emmanuel Sanders' stats? He was not a, the, the difference maker. He had 61 maker. receptions. Yep. He missed a bunch of games. And if he had been out at the same time Thomas missed all those games, there's no way the Saints would have had double-digit wins again. No there's, a, there's a sad trombone, and I'll play it right now if I was sitting on See, the there boards. he goes again. Let me just deflect it's because no I'm deflect. in a corner. I'm adding it to it because you're just making it. How can you? How That's can you a luxury. Say, That's a how, bad luxury. It did not pan out. How can you say that they were garbage at a position, and then they went and added somebody that they needed, and then, and then you it. say it's because of the salary cap. Because it was a luxury that no, didn't work out. You don't know. You don't know anything. Yeah, it it was a luxury that didn't you, work out. I'm sorry, just, Emmanuel just, Sanders. Look, 61 passes, and it didn't. I'm going to give you this Scantron sheet right now. I'm you're, sorry, you're, you're you're failing the class. You need to get an education here. You can coach up your listeners. You can't coach me up. Emmanuel no, Sanders sure. did not some, pan out some, some, with the Saints. Some, I'm sorry. Some, some people just are uncoachable because they just don't I'm understand sorry. the cap and they don't understand what luxury is. Yeah. And they're hypocritical. Yeah. And that would be Norman Locke. Yes. So and go. Emmanuel Sanders is a luxury they got cut. Janoris Jenkins. Same reason why he got cut with the, with the Denver Broncos. It's a, it's a luxury. It was a luxury. Tell me why did he get cut from the Denver Broncos? After his injury, he was with Payne Manny. They was doing good and all that. Why did you get, why did he leave the Denver Broncos? What does he have to do? What, what is, why did he leave the well, Denver Broncos? I, I'm is, asking you a different question. No, why I, did he leave? Well, the what do the Broncos have to do? With why this? did? Because I'm trying to show you and coach you up. What do the Broncos have to do? Why Emmanuel Sanders has been a luxury, and once he's it's not it's not the team is done paying the luxury tax of having that player, they get him out of there. Once Payne so, Manny, so in once your mind, they got him out I'll of there. I'll be I'm trying to figure out. So you think that any player who's cut. Because the team has cap issues was a luxury. Is that your definition? I did not say that. No, no, let I, me revolt. Let me even let me if you did, to you. I would I, I got you. I would, I got I would you. at least understand that. I would at least understand that theory. Two six nine two seven seven. Let me bring y'all back up to, to Coach Scott. Let me bring y'all all the way back to the beginning. Emmanuel Sanders got cut because he's a luxury. The Saints don't need him. They have questions at the quarterback position. If Drew Brees was returning, it would have cut somebody else. Emmanuel Sanders would still be on the team. So I'm not attributing Emmanuel Sanders to being a casual. T- a, a cap casually. I'm saying that he was a luxury that they got loose of. If you need that on wax, I could put that on wax. ESPN1420.com. It's a fact. It's not a fiction. Now, wasn't Emmanuel Sanders traded by from Denver? Yes, he was because he was a luxury that they didn't need. Didn't you just say he was cut? You corrected me. Yes, he was just traded. Okay. Sorry, okay. what, what okay. was he traded for? What was the what was he traded for? I don't remember. San Francisco got some picks from Denver, and didn't he help them get to a Super Bowl? Oh, did he? But it was a luxury, right? Did he? It was a luxury. It did, for sure it was no, a luxury. No, you know I'm, why? I, I don't you know think why. it is. I'm, you know I'm, why? I'm putting I'm the words in your mouth. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad you gave me this example. He got traded to the 49ers, right? And the 49ers went to the Super Bowl with him, right? And then what did they do with him? And well, then what be, did they do? They didn't, they didn't, re, did they, they didn't Scott, resign him. And then what they did they did, do with they him? They didn't resign him. Because of what? Because of Scott salary so, cap so or because of what? Again, again. Uh, because of what? Your, hold I, on. But hold on, Scott. Before you continue. I don't know. They, do you know? They, I don't remember. I'm, you want me to tell you why? He was a luxury that they didn't need anymore for really? the price well, how, did, how did they do? How did they do last year? Uh, did I tell you? How did they do? And we're going to see what the Saints you do after this year. 
in in Norm's mind, any player that is released, I'm talking about Emmanuel Sanders, or not re-signed. Well, you said the same thing about Janoris Jenkins, who might not, you know, who might end up being a cap casualty by the Saints. And you're suggesting Maybe. he's a luxury. We're talking about been cut, so I'm sorry. Just like we talking about, we talked about Drew Brees, who hasn't retired yet. So I'm sorry that I've, I've misspoken on Javaris Jenkins. He hasn't been cut yet. You didn't answer the question. You said he was a luxury. I was speaking are you, to are you, Emmanuel it's, Sanders. Hey, look, it's okay. I was speaking to Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, okay. So I was speaking to Emmanuel Sanders. So we just gonna skip Emmanuel Sanders. You, no, you, no, you're you, harboring on Javaris Jenkins. No, no. Are we just gonna skip I, Emmanuel we, we, Sanders? We're, we're never gonna agree on that. I think it's an absurd. Oh, okay, take. I right. think it's an absurd. So take. if if Javaris Jenkins gets cut, then we can revisit the conversation. Jenkins. No, no. I'm asking you right yeah. now if you think he's a luxury player. We got to see when he gets cut. So if a player doesn't get cut, they're not a luxury player. That's your definition. We're gonna see when he get if he if he gets cut. If he gets cut, he Janoris, got cut? Janoris Jenkins did he aside, did he any release? player in the league that gets released when a team is up against the cap, you think that the definition no, did, of that means I did not. I did I'm not asking say you. I'm I know, asking and you. I'm telling you, I did not say that. So you don't think that every player that's cut was a luxury player? You I did not say think, that. No, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm, and I, that's my answer, Scott. I don't know why you can, you've asked me the same question three times, and I've said that's not what I said. That's I'm you're sorry. not you're not saying yes or no. You're saying that's not what I said, and that's not I'm what I said for yes or no. I'm not even talking about Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, right, right. So if a player gets cut. That means they were a luxury player, not necessarily. I didn't say that. No, I, I know, know you didn't but, say I know, it. but that, you're giving me two options of I'm something. I'm giving I, you a yes or no. And it's not a yes or no to that question. So do why you not? Rather, do you rather die by fire or, drying, or drowning? Why, why can't you answer yes or no? Because that's not an answer to a question that I, I'm even a part of. I said that Emmanuel Sanders was a luxury, and that's why I we're got moved, cut. I don't feel like I know. On, I know. Moved on from but you asked me the same question. We no, have, I'm not. We've actually, I'm trying to understand your, I've your given mind, you, which I can't. Which I, it's, it's I, a, yeah. Well, then why are you asking that question instead of taking the statement that I've said and the whole soliloquy that I put together? Emmanuel because Sanders. I, because I understand the same salary cap, and you don't. The, well, I'm not talking about the same salary cap. I'm talking I about am, Emmanuel Sanders it has to do as with a player. Emmanuel Sanders. Well, well, we talking about two different things. You want to talk back about? Uh, you can't Scooby-Doo? talk about one without the other. Mm, maybe so. You can't. Allegedly, you can't. Can't talk about one without the other. Maybe. Is Drew Brees retired? He better be. Possibly. You better be. You got new hair plugs. I need to call that guy. <laughs> no, you don't. It's going to cost too much. Bro. No, I, I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't afford <laughs> that person. Them. Don't call him. <laughs> I can't afford that person. Oh, do not call. Um, that one hurt yesterday. Emmanuel Sanders leaving? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one hurt yesterday for Saints. That one hurt. I can understand Thomas Morse that, but Emmanuel Sanders, that one hurt. It's going to hurt on the field. Absolutely. <laughs> no, nah, it is going to hurt on the field because now you got to rely on Slant, slant man. Oh, and, and, uh, but I thought you just said it was a luxury and they didn't need that. I, hey, they did. Sure. No. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Don't you, don't you dare suggest that now they're going to miss him on the field after it was you said luxury. they don't actually hey, need him. If I get rid of my BMW that I got right now and I dumb down to a 044 Focus, that's Trey Quan Smith, I'm going to be pissed too. But I had to get rid of it. I had to get rid of it. No, there's, no, there's no reason I, can, I need it no more. Why not? Because if I'm homeless, then what? Wait, there's no reason to get rid of it, but mm-hmm. the... If I, if, I, if I ain't no guy, no job. If the other car doesn't the run, don't you need something better to get you where if, you got to go to? If Drew Brees was paying the bills, hey. So every number two re- receiver on a team that doesn't have a solidified starting quarterback, which is 18 teams, by and the he's way. he's 34. Norman Locke mm-hmm. is a luxury player in if the he's, league. If he's 34 years old and he's already have had injury histories and he's missed a lot of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not every. Not Scott Prather. Not every. But Emmanuel Sanders, 100%.
Let's call the 49ers and see why they got rid of him. I'll I, I, I get a source on They didn't get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I get, I get they didn't get rid of him. I got you. He, he, I got you. His contract ran give me, out. Give me, give me to Monday. Give you till Monday for what? I got you. For what? I got you. About what? I'm going to get you the information you seek. I don't need information. You do. You. No. You do. You need. You need. You do. You're failing this test. I Noah. got you. Failing this test. I got you. Number two receiver for uh, the Raiders. Terrell Dave. I mean, Terrell Williams. He got cut. Yes, he says he's two years into a $40 million deal. If you go look at his numbers, he didn't really produce that well, right? He got cut, one, because he didn't produce that well. Well, he, he the contract was bad, let's be honest. The contract no, was no, bad no, no. and t- the production. T- t- yeah, but the contract was really bad. But if the contract was bad and the production was good, they will restructure it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the contract was bad and the production was bad. Yeah. So they got him out of there. Number, Number two, two receiver, receiver in uh, – what's the team that he's a quarterback just, right okay. now? Um, what's a team like – the Broncos. No, let's do the Bears. Let's do. Let's do, let's the, do the Bears. Let's do the, let's do the Bears. Let's do the Lions. No, let's do the Bears. Okay. Let's do the Bears. Okay. Who's the number two receiver for the Bears? Not Allen Robinson. He's not Allen Robinson. I don't know. You don't know, and does it matter? Because they don't have a solidified quarterback, right? To say that it won't matter next year to have a number Hold two on. receiver. Is Hold silly. on. Let me. I'm asking you a question. That's not a yes or no. Uh, <laughs> does it matter if they don't have a a, a solidified quarterback? How do you know they won't You're have one? You're not answering me with a yes or no question, Scott Prather. You're not answering it, me with a yes it, or no it, question, it, Scott Prather. Does it matter that they don't have a starter right now? No, it doesn't. You see, listeners, Scott Prather deflects. No. He changes the subject. No. He doesn't answer the question with a yes or no. Does it matter? The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because it's March 11th. Oh, Coach Prather. It, I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay, Scott. What so, about what about uh, the Lions? Who are, who are, the they Lions? Just, they just they just decided. Lions are dumb. They just decided. The Lions are dumb. But they did sign a wide receiver. They try. They signed. But like you're you're suggesting that like the, the Bengals or or the Colts or a lot of teams. You keep giving me more ammo. You no, keep no. giving me more ammo. Why why should those teams? You're suggesting that every single one of them have a luxury at the second receiver spot because it, they don't have a, a solidified quarterback. Will I'll give you I here's another example. Like why glad, why even feel the team, Norman? Why even feel the team? Here go another example. Why even feel the team? Why do you think Odell Beckham has been a mist of trade talks? He always is. He's Odell Beckham. Okay. But you think, you as think, of recent as of recent, hold on, before you you're jumping a gun, Scott. Let me set you up. So if Odell Beckham, who's the number two in that situation? Jarvis Landry or Odell? Odell. Okay. Why is Odell constantly in trade talks? Because of his contract. Because of his contract? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are the Browns... You the got Browns, $41 million guaranteed at, at signing. Okay. Are the Browns up against cap casualties? Do they, are, they, are they up against the cap wall? I, I, think, I think... Yes. Yes, they are. And I think most teams in the league are right now. Ah, can you look that up for me just so we can confirm? Because I, I, I had a list of all the numbers, and I, I just don't remember what the Browns were. And... Would you say Odell Beckham has lived up to his contract? Not since he signed in New York. Okay, okay, okay. Again, this is a contract argument. Okay. So it's not production. It's not that he has been injured. It's not that he hasn't 
had he's had like one hundred yard game as a Brown. For those reasons, it's just the contract which the Browns traded for. He had a, already signed that contract with New York, so the Browns traded for it. But it's a contract issue and not a production issue that he's in the midst of trades talks, and he's the second wide receiver on the team, number two starter, quote unquote, like Scott said. Uh, but he's not going to be released or traded. It's 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 out of luxury to have Odell Beckham making sixteen million dollars on the when team. You're making number seventeen two. million, absolutely. It's a luxury, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's seventeen right. so, million. So there is teams with luxury number two wide receivers. When your contract is worth way more than what you put forth on a field, mm-hmm. and you're a team that isn't way over the cap like the Browns, then yes. So they are over the cap. Uh, when the, I don't know their latest number when it started. Uh, what I just read on NFLSalaryCap.com was that they were two and a half million over. Okay. Oh, so that's that's a lot of money. We talking Mickey Loomis money. That's a lot of money. No, no, they can get below that, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. and if he just decides, if they decide to stay, he doesn't get cut. You still say that's a luxury for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Depends on what your salary cap number is. Oh, to have two wide receivers making over fifteen million dollars—that's not a that's you. No matter wherever's on the, whoever's on the books, that's not a luxury to Scott Prather. Depending on what their contract is. Oh, two two wide receivers making fifteen million dollars. I don't know who else in the NFL they got that. What's the what's the, what's the contract situation for each mm. player on each team? I don't know. I just hey, I just I don't know what luxuries are. I know, I know. That's crazy. I know you don't. I know two wide receivers on an NFL team. You suggest that any team without a starting without a starting quarterback today shouldn't invest in wide receivers. Shouldn't invest in a number two wide receiver. Shouldn't invest in a number two anything because that's just a luxury. If you don't have a starting caliber quarterback, and you you should not invest in a number two receiver. Yes, number line. You don't even most of these teams don't even know who their starter is. What today? So twelve. So, wait, so, wait, wait, so wait, wait, twelve wait. teams. Oh, hold on, hold on. So, so most of most the NFL. Of the, most of the NFL has no idea. So I a dozen. I concur. A, a dozen teams, according to Norm, should should actually try there's, to get a number two receiver. Fifteen teams that do know who their quarterback is going into going into the Name season. Them. All right, let me pull up. All the, okay, here we go. Um, let's say. Let's say. All right. So seventeen teams should not worry about a number two receiver in your mind. Why you say seventeen? I say like, there's fifteen teams there. No, I said seven because seven. That means in your mind, seventeen teams don't know who their starter is as of today. So why even? Oh, bother, I can, I can why even the, bother trying to feel the I roster? I can up the number of fifteen uh, in a second. Whatever, whatever the let's, whatever the number is. Let's say it's twelve that don't. Okay. Then yeah, yeah. Let's say it's twelve that don't. Then no, it's, they shouldn't. They should. Buffalo knows. Does Miami know who their starting quarterback is next year? Yes. No, they don't. Do the Patriots know who they're starting quarterback? Why, why do you team? feel like Miami doesn't know who the starting they, quarterback? Because they're they're trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. Allegedly, I don't I, I don't I don't think so. Do the Patriots know who their starter is? No. Do the Jets? Yes. No, they don't. They're drafting. They're drafting a quarterback. I say, who's going to start for them? What quarterback are they drafting? They know who where they're going to have with the quarterback position. You have no, no, you don't. You don't know. They they don't know today who their starting quarterback is. Oh, oh, in the in the sense of that, okay. okay. They don't know who their starting quarterback okay. is. So that's that's two teams. I would say three. I'll give you two. The Giants. Yes. Oof. They doubled down on Daniel Jones. All right, so Washington. Washington. They doubled down on Taylor, on Taylor Hank, Heineke, and they re-signed him. They cut Alex Smith. They the cut Haskins. Yeah, you know why they, they cut Alex? Washington, they Washington. doubled down. Why, think, why they cut Alex Smith, you think, Scott? You think well, because, because why Ron, they cut Alex Smith, did you, read, did you read the news this morning? Ron Rivera did not want to be responsible for Alex Smith's leg. 
Me either, but they, but but they cut, they cut they, Chicago. I, I no, I don't think Washington is solidified as starting quarterback. I I say yes. If they if they drafted a quarterback, would you be surprised? Washington. No. Okay. No. So so they that's but that's if your you ask me the direct question, are they solidified at the quarterback they're, position? They're absolutely no, not. Not solidified. I'm sorry. Do they know who their starter is? It's it's Tyler Haneke. They signed know. him to the extension, Scott, yeah, and they cut the other money, two quarterbacks. Backup money. James Winston got paid back money. Stop it. James Winston it. was a backup last year. Yeah, he year. got paid back. Cam Newton was a starter, got paid backup money. Stop it. Cam Newton was 100%. As soon as he was signed with the Patriots, keep you knew the they'd goalposts. be started. He, yes. Keep pushing the goalposts back. I think Taylor Haneke's starting week one. You're that confident? I'm that confident. Okay. You want to have a little side bet? Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I'm that confident. Let's play, we'll bet a po' boy. You know what I got? Off air, I'll tell you what we could do. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's bet wings. I want bet wings. Okay, okay, okay. All right, deal, deal. I'm good. Bears. No, hell no. <laughs> the Lions. Yes. So that's three teams. I mean, the Lions do know what it started quarterback. You're right. Is. You're right. Um, the Texans. <laughs> no. 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 The Colts, I guess. Yes. But, but you know. Um, the Jags. Trevor no. Lawrence. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Falcons. Some people feel like Matt Ryan might be yes. gone. I, I'm not Even though Mark May, I keep putting trades. Carolina. <laughs> no. Saints. No. Denver. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No way. Drew Locke no, is stop. the quarterback see, of the see, Denver this is Broncos. Where we're off. The, the, the Raiders. Mr. Yes, Carr's they doubled, they doubled Mr. down. Carr's been, how did they double down on him? Mike, Mike Mayock. I mean, not Mike Mayock. Mike yeah, yeah. Mayock. Uh, John Gruden just came out and said, we're, we're, and we're, uh, that was three days ago. The guy, they came the out guy's been the guy's been the center of trade talks. No, remember what? Remember John Gruden. Remember what Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury said about what Josh is Rosen? Yeah. Okay. Well, they know who their quarterback is going for. San Francisco. When the extension comes out, San Francisco. Yes, he's on the trade block too. Jimmy Garoppolo double down no, on him. No. They double down on Jimmy. They, they, they said Jimmy Garoppolo would be the quarterback in September. Josh Rosen. Who's Josh Rosen start for? Oh, you giving me that example? <laughs> so, so we'll be off by about well, four or five teams. Mirrors. We'll be about we'll be off by about four or five teams. I'm saying there's there's seven teams. Now you say seven teams that <laughs> that don't seven. know who they're that's 100 percent don't know left or right what they're well, doing. If, the you, if you want to if you want to say 100 percent, then 100 percent. I don't think there's any way you can name some of the teams you name. What? If you think the Broncos or Washington or a number of these teams when they get to the draft. 100% are saying we're not going to draft this guy to be our starter because we have our starter in the house. I think that's silly. Well, Scott, if you're talking in the terms of the Broncos, who are they going to get to draft? And Okay, if we first off, in this year's Brand NFL UC draft. hasn't even started yet. In this NFL, we could get to that, but you got to stop it. One, stop first off, in the, NF, in the NFL draft, how many day one starters at the quarterback position do you see coming out of this draft this, this year? I'm not, Trevor Lawrence. I'm not, and, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not a draft scout. All right, but Trevor, you you said Trevor Lawrence. The kid, so. uh, you got um, to just, you Justin Justin, Justin Fields, Fields, maybe. Okay, maybe. And then the there's Zach one, Wilson. That's it. Yeah. All right, so just three, three. Uh, maybe three. Okay, I would say maybe three. In this free agency at the quarterback class, how many of these veterans do you see starting or starting caliber for 16 games, other than Jameis Winston? There's RG three. <laughs> That's the Andy Dalton. You know what? They got Joe Flacco out there. They got Cam Newton. 
They got Blake Bortles. These guys are starters. <laughs> They're not starters. So, Sky, if Teddy, you tell Teddy, me, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater might might be. But Teddy's as trade, so I'm not talking trade. No, but he, but if they can't trade him, there's talks they might release him. That's gonna be tough. That's rough because they're still gonna owe him a bunch of money because he signed a guaranteed deal. But so you not got three guaranteed. quarterbacks. You got three quarterbacks in the draft that you see as a starting caliber. You got maybe one to two in free agency that you see that could be a 16 Well, that's game five, and you, and you only claim there were seven teams out there. That cuts my total down to two. So you think, you, think, you think those seven teams are all just going exactly where Norman thinks they're going to go? No, those seven teams, I say those seven teams don't have a clue at what they're doing at the quarterback position. But you, but you feel like Washington wouldn't take one of those three Washington's quarterbacks going if he's get, on the board. No, they're not. They don't have enough high enough draft pick. You think like, all those guys are off the board? Yes. From who? Yes. So we got Trevor Lawrence off the board. Sure. Okay. They already have. You see all these trade talks. All these people. You say the Jets are going to take a quarterback at the number two I spot. I didn't say they would. I said they're. I, I didn't say anything definitively like you. I said they have no. I said they do not know yet who their starter is going to be next year. Whether they're going to draft oh. the guy. Whether it's going to be Sam Darnold. Well, okay. Well, they at the number two spot. So say they draft the guy, Scott. They might. They might. Or they're going to get your guy, Jameis Winston. So you give me your situations. That's all everybody does is give a situation. Give me your situation then. It's going to be one of the two. Like I just gave you a ladder so of you're, so you're free saying, agents. You're say, no, it's one of the three. You're saying there's no way Sam Darnold's playing next year for the Jets is what you're saying. That's so what you're saying. So, what, no, you just said, you like, said Winston in the draft. You didn't say Darnold. I feel like Sam Darnold is going to stay a Jet. I feel like they're going to draft a quarterback and they're going to compete Sam Darnold and that rookie okay, quarterback. And that's keeping a quarterback. We can, we can the, agree to disagree. What about the Lions at nine? They're not drafting a quarterback. Why not? They just traded for a quarterback. And they just traded their first-round picks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. first-round picks. Not the Lions. Not the Lions. Carolina. We're just talking about Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think any quarterbacks. You... Just like me, this there have been talks that the Carolina might have Trey Nance out of uh, San Dakota, San, uh, <laughs> South Dakota State. All I'm right. not that high on them. All right. So but, Washington, let's go to Washington. They draft what, 19th? And there's nobody. There's nobody So So who's taking Sam the, Ellington. Who's, who's taking Fields? Ellinger. Who's taking Fields before that? Or the other cat you mentioned. They say Fields can be the second pick with the Jets. I mean, all right, so what about the third guy? Who's taking him? Now, that's where it gets interesting. That's where you got draft analysts have Atlanta drafting a quarterback. Oh, so, now, so now you I'm, don't I'm think. Just, I'm what giving you. Think? I'm no, giving what, what you, do you. What do I think? I think the first three quarterbacks taken off the board to get the draft. Because I don't see anybody before Washington that and on Norman's list that says we got we, – we, we need a quarterback. According to you, you think everyone ahead of Washington is pretty solidified, with the exception of Jacksonville and the Jets. I didn't say the Panthers were solidified. I agree with you that the Panthers aren't solidified, didn't I? So they could draft a guy. Yeah, didn't Okay, I? so then where does Teddy go? So so where does he go? Oh, th- that's my take of the day. I think Teddy might end up right back here with the New Orleans that be, Saints. That would be nuts. It's a possibility. I, I, no, that's, that's truly my possibility. take. Because... What I see happening, I don't see. I've said this multiple times. I don't see Deshaun Watson being traded. I don't see Deshaun Watson being traded. I don't see Deshaun Watson being traded. Two, I don't see Russell Wilson being traded. I don't see Russell Wilson being traded. I had to say it three times. I don't see Russell Wilson being traded. So that's why it's like three to six. I'm not even talking about it anymore because I don't think it's happening. So I, the, I don't, the I don't, speculations, I don't that's why I'm like, I'm done with the speculations. Of the two, would you lean more toward one than the other? You even do that? 
I wouldn't. No, because like I keep telling people, the what you need to give up, and with both those guys having no trade clauses, it's just not going to work out this season with a with a, a, a shortened cap, with a stuff seventeen game added. No, that nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to wage their future and the good picks that they the good players that they have today for a flyer on either of those quarterbacks this season. Next season, I do think it happens. So who's taking the quarterback third? The third quarterback in the oh, draft. Let me pull up the let me pull up the top ten. You're going with Carolina. You think Carolina's drafting a quarterback? I think ja- I think Carolina gets the third best quarterback okay. uh on the board. I think that and I, I don't think Zach Wilson is the best the the second best quarterback, but I think Zach Wilson gets taken off the board. And then again, you got some people if you ESPN right now, if you look at their quarterback ratings, they got Trey Lance above Justin Fields. So I do think in the top ten, a trade will happen. But you have some people that say the Eagles might draft the quarterback and, and back up Justin. So you don't think the Eagles are solidified? I didn't say that. I said some people. So what does is, what is Norman say? I say the Eagles are solidified. I think that okay. – I say the Eagles should be solidified. Jalen Hurts. Put the talent on a wilder guy. Don't just have the, the, the commotion you just had with Carson Wentz. You draft another first-round pick and you put it right, right. behind so you your second-round pick. you don't think Carson Wentz had much talent around him? Do I think Carson Wentz had much talent around him? Last season, I don't think he had the best roster, no. Okay. I don't think he had the best roster. <laughs> just – Never thought I'd hear you say that. I don't think he had the best roster, but I mean, if you ask me a bunch, a, a bunch of quarterbacks, here's one thing. We can, here's one thing I think we can agree on. Carson Wentz has the worst contract in the NFL. The worst. The Eagles are paying thirty-four million this year for him not to play for him, and the Colts are, are have to take the bill on for the rest. But what, what if he ends up having success? What are you going to do if he ends up playing well in Indy? Well, the writing's on the wall for him to have the best season and to be successful because the Colts have a lot of cap a cap space. The Colts have a good offensive line. The Colts have a good defense. The Colts have a good run game. If he isn't successful, Scott, I think that's the worst question that can be asked. What is, what's to say of all the Carson Wentz supporters? What's to say of the GM of the Colts? What's to say to go back to the GM of the Cardinals on on taking the half with Carson Wentz if he isn't successful. Saints have made a release. Norm's going to have to answer a question. Hey. <laughs> He's going to be forced to answer the question now because he said, <laughs> when it happens. The luxury had to leave. Ain't no luxury, man. That luxury. one. Let me tell you something, guys. Now that one hurts you. <laughs> that one hurts the Saints on the field a lot. Because Chris Godwin just got franchise tag and coming back to the Bucks, baby. So you agree this hurts on the field a lot. Woo-hoo. You agree. I'm dancing in the studio. You agree this this, this latest news that we're going to tell everybody about next hurts the Saints on the field a lot. It hurts more than Sylvester Stallone no, just, selling his dog just, for $25. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Then don't you dare come back and say it's the luxury. We'll give you the details next. It's the Great Scott Show sponsored by Sudop. I'm Scott. That's Norman. Don't go anywhere. Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadia and his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being 
prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Parish Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994. We just can't stop. People say they didn't know they could get a nicer new car. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. I'm Scott Prather. Norman Locke is in the house. Yes, sir. Janoris Jenkins has. See that? Spoken into existence. I mean. You got to watch yourself. <laughs> but it, the, the, the writing really felt like it was on the. There was no way that Jenkins was going to be able to come back on the contract that he had. Now, the, he was due 11.2 mil this year, and, and the cap it was going to be 14.2 million. So you just. You can, you're not about to suggest that this was a luxury and that, and this wasn't a cap casualty. I'm indifferent. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm in, now this one here. It wasn't a luxury. The Saints, in the Saints' history, Saints do not pay secondary. The one time that they they paid it, they was like, ouch. All right, they paid Brandon Browner. They paid a bird. They're like, you know what? No, no, the f- they've 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 had a but they paid others and it didn't work out great. And I mean, who Jason else? David. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason. David. I forgot. I Dude, forgot. You, Jason you could David. go. No, look, you can go back. I remember when they signed Eric. You know, Eric Allen is. No, that's a little. He, I think that was he played. He so he played for the Eagles back when they had like Reggie White, okay. Bradley, all these amazing guys. Uh, back when the Saints had the Dome Patrol, like okay. Allen was like in the secondary in Philly, and he was one of the best in the league. And at one point, they they signed him. And they actually paid him money, and this was back before Benson would spend any money. And I was just like, I was, I couldn't believe it. I was like so excited. I'm like, oh my god, the so, Saints signed a Pro Bowl corner. Now, he did not play in New Orleans the way he played in Philly. They they signed Dale Carter with Jim Haslett there, and then signed you know Reed, who I think was his half brother, to essentially babysit because Dale had some issues and it didn't work out, and that was a bad. So no, the Saints have paid DBs. It just. The majority of the time they've paid him, it has been a very bad idea. So I, I think that the Saints organization, when it comes to running backs and DBs, they shy away from having the big money out in those areas. But I think they're going to extend Lattimore. Yeah, that's the one bright spot. That's God. The, just I, if We used like, to say in 60 dude, years, best cornerback in Saints history. He is. Dude, I was saying that four games into his rookie year. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I went in four games into his rookie year. I'm like, he will be the most talented corner. Now, he's still, look, he still has days where he doesn't show up. and that's, He's a top tenner. I, he, I wouldn't give him top five. He's a top tenner. He he has days where he just doesn't even, he's even kind of insinuated as much. Like, you got to, they just need to lie to him every week and claim that the opposing receiver said really bad things about his You got to say, is Mike, is Mike Evans every game. This is Mike Evans every game. Like, Do it. Like so, his- Jenkins, I mean, this was one that I know, I'm telling you, I, 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 a number of folks I talked to that know this team said, look, they, they've been trying to restructure and it's not happening, which led me this morning to tell you I won't be surprised if he's released. No one was going to trade for him with that contract, but they wanted him back. He just he wasn't going to restructure or possibly take a pay cut. And I get it. His agent's saying – 
Go on the open market. Because you're going to get a one-year, $5 million deal and then flip it and turn around and get re-signed. Maybe. I think he could get more than five mil this year. Oh no, no, I'm 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 putting that at about. He was old seven. No, he was old. He was due to over eleven million. Eleven million dollars. So I was like, if you take a one year deal, oh, yeah. half of that, and then turn that into a, now it a, might be a one year deal. You're right because then the idea that's the thing. There's gonna be a lot of one year deals. You talked about you know bargain shopping. The amount of above average. I, I don't even, look. Jenkins is a good player. I'll, I'll go. I won't just say above average. I'll, I'll say he's like a B plus player. I won't put him in an A, but he's not. He's not a. He's not a B minus. And to have that, he can be a number one corner at a lot of places. And um, they're gonna miss him on the field. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I could pull up some box scores for you guys of the Saints secondary late in the season, 2014, 2015, 2016, and I'll read off every name, and every single one of them will just make you cringe. 2006, 2007, 2008. I, I, who, Jay, uh, what's the Fred Thomas. Fred Thomas. 2009, <laughs> you had Jabari Greer and Tracy Porter. You won the Super Bowl. Now, they spent money. They did spend money on Jabari Greer, and they, that was they, a they great— let, They let Porter walk? No, they did, and, and, and it, it turned out to be— the right move based on what he did after that. But Jabari Greer was a corner that they paid and I've I, look, I maintain it's it's I've always it's, liked Jabari Greer. It's probably the most it's the least dis- discussed important it's one of the more least discussed important signings in the history of the Saints. He was so big on that Super Bowl team and then for a couple years after that he was the only like dependable corner and and dependable player in an otherwise kind of bad secondary, but so there is a corner they spent money on that it worked out. But shoot, man, this is not bad. big money. This though. is a cap casual. They spent money team. on Jabbar, but they he didn't wasn't. Spend, well, they didn't he wasn't a top breaking. ten. Yeah, well, it's not going to be what, what what Lattimore's about to get. Oh no, no. But even even if you you look at how much different the payments are, especially for corners in twenty twenty one than two thousand and nine, if you just wanted to do the NFL version of inflation, it, Lattimore will get more than that. Yeah. yeah, I mean Greer Greer was never a. He probably could have gone to some Pro Bowls, but Lattimore's gone like every year. Yeah, no, and that's why I said he's a top 10 corner. I wouldn't put him in a top five. I wouldn't say he's like a, a Jalen Ramsey where it's just an automatic. You have to get your receivers open if you're facing that defender. But uh, when he plays the Bucks, I know he's going to show up. <laughs> if I don't know anything, when when the Bucks play the Saints two games a year, sometimes three and it doesn't work out, but if they play them two times a year, he's going to show up for bowl game. He's the first person on the field. Saints save seven mil in salary cap if you factor in the dead money that's still on it. See, people say he was due this much, the cap it was going to be due this much, and they suddenly think, oh, well, the Saints just took 14 mil off the cap. No, that's not how it works. No. They took half of that off the cap. So he and Geno- and, uh, and, 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 and Sanders and – you know, you, you franchise tag of Marcus Williams, and if he's that like, one was unexpected with me though. I didn't. That one was least expected. You knew they me. wanted to keep him, but you didn't think they were going to be able to franchise tag him. And I kind of, I kind of felt that way too. Um, and now you're forced to to make more moves, and this it's, one hurts. Say, Norm, Norm, Norm is trying to say it's a luxury, but then even he stopped himself. No, this, because this is because of the cap. The Saints now this changes the trajectory of where I think the Saints are going to go in the draft. Because offseason, the Saints, like you say, is going to be great. We're going to get value. Cost and value got to equal. We can be on the- they have a giant hole at number two corner. Yeah, you know I'm saying? And wide receiver. So, wait a minute. Why? Because they had to give her the luxury. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to. And everything. To- We've already had that discussion. Man, Trey Smith has been bad. 
<laughs> so, so it's just like they have to upgrade at he wasn't multiple. he wasn't good last season, but he last season was by far his best. His first two years he was very bad. What year did he get drafted again? 2017? No, I think it was 2018. 2018? Last year, I think, was his third year. And I think that was like, wasn't that the year like a bunch of good receivers got drafted that year? He went in the third round. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. To say that the, the target. The Saints hit on to say that the target. Picks? I mean, yes. Yeah. They have hit on a lot of third round Yeah, that's picks. what I'm saying. So, But the target on a receiver when you're a third rounder as opposed to a first round. You know what? I mean, any any player. When you're a third round pick as opposed to a first round pick, the fans are going to treat you different all the time. Yeah, I, I can like, agree. like I was having this discussion, and we'll, we'll take a break here in a minute. Um, I was having a discussion about Drew Brees and, and Reggie Bush back in the day and like how a, a franchise views you when they get you, how the fan base views you. Will will always the starting viewpoint will will also dictate how they view you a few years later. My point is, when the Saints signed Drew Brees, it was it wasn't for like the biggest deal, right? The Dolphins looked at him, didn't want to sign him. Saints fans weren't like, this this is the savior of the franchise. He's going to take us to the next level. It was like, okay, some fans were like, I don't know, I wish they I, I wish they wouldn't have done that. I wanted him to draft Vince Young or Matt Liner. That was that was what. My family of sure. Saints fans were that, saying, a lot of people were saying that it was like we want Vince Young. Why are we getting? But my, my and that was before any Saints fans knew Reggie Bush was going to be available at two. But like my point is, in 06, when the Saints came back after Katrina, Reggie Bush was looked at as this guy's going to save the franchise and take us to these incredible things. Now Bush had a good five years in New Orleans, but he never lived up to that. Whereas when Breeze got there, he was. There were some fans that liked it. There were others that were like, what are they doing signing in as your quarterback? So when you have one guy that has this trajectory, this starting point of we'll see versus this starting point of you mean everything to us before they even take a snap for a team, how they feel about a guy years – if you come in as the savior – But they didn't feel – yes and no because Michael Thomas, he was a first-round pick, right? No. He's early second round? He was a second-round pick. Well, who else from Drew Brees or Reggie Bush do you think that the Saints say that the Saints drafted or signed that my, th- anyone thought th- this that- is this is no, my only my only point is how a fan base views you like like my my point is the I, I think a lot of fans would agree with you Traquan Smith hasn't lived up to it but you're not going to see as much angst and I'll even use the word anger from a fan base because he's a third round pick as opposed to like Marcus Colson was a seventh round pick. That's part of the charm of his career. Okay. Right. Robert Meacham was a first round pick. He had one good season. Yeah. And had he not had that season, it it was luckily for him, it came a Super Bowl year. So people were, people I think have this memory of Meacham that he was actually better than he was, but he like barely played for two seasons. Everyone's like, what a waste of a pick. It didn't say had he been back. picked in the third round, I don't think I think in 2009 when he was finally making all these plays they would have been celebrating differently instead so, of oh my gosh finally he's doing something. Why do you think Like Pierre f- Thomas fan favorite undrafted had he been a first round pick what fans about fans would have still loved him but it just would have been, it would have felt a little different. What about Davenport cuz I haven't saw the fans turn up oh, on Davenport they yet. They have no they have. No, I, I, they have but <laughs> no they have. Trust I it. haven't saw the fans they have. completely just like you I said, have. like you, I, I, I haven't saw the smoke for Davenport just yet. Now we still got one season left, and if the smoke might be this season. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll respectfully disagree with you on that. I okay. think, I think there's a lot of heat on him. Okay, and because Trey Hendrickson's about to go somewhere else too. Yeah, and if he goes somewhere else and gets double digit sacks again, some which 
don't know that he's going to do that. And, da- and Davenport has amazing moments, but injured a lot. And then other games where you know he, he's not even on the, the box what about, score. What about Rankins? I haven't saw a lot of smoke for Rankins too. That was a first round pick. It was. It was. They didn't give that up. one went right under that one. That well, one was smooth out the door. It, it, he, he played his four years. He, and- he, 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 well, no, he just finished his fifth year. I think he had one great season, and then. Um, the injury happened, and, and people felt bad for him. Had he come in hurt and barely played for five years, I mean, as callous as it is, you know how fans are. They're like, well, first-round pick, I couldn't get on the field. But he did get on the field. He had a great season, and then he got hurt in a playoff game. So it was – it's weird. But but he's probably gone. And they didn't give up a first-rounder to get him either. Yeah, but he's a first-round pick. I mean, I don't see too much smoke. I don't see too much smoke with him. Was he yeah. – He's coming on maybe because it's a, maybe injury. I I I'll give you and he offensive tra- players. And he talks trash about Atlanta a lot too, which fans just love. If, if it's an offensive player and they come in, like you say, I think more so offensive players are seen as the saviors Skill of the franchise. Players and quarterbacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defenders, if you come in and don't pan out, people probably just like uh, unless they give up. <laughs> A lot of capital to get you, and I think that's where some of the heat's coming for Davenport. I'm trying to think of what defender that somebody, you know, the last time I think, yeah, the the, the only defender that I, that I can go back and say maybe even for me for the Cowboys would be a Claiborne, just because. Yeah, was, and why? And they moved up to get him. We didn't moved they? up to get him, and he was supposed something. to. T- Jonathan Sullivan is one of the most disliked players in Saints history, not just because he was an incredible bust. They gave up two first. They gave up two first round picks on the top seventeen picks of a draft to move up and take them sixth overall. Why Saints don't hate Ricky Williams? Well, Ricky got traded. Yeah, but they gave up everything, and they really didn't they, get much. I think. I think they hate Mike. Mike Ditka. Ditka. <laughs> no, they Perry really did. Now look, Mike some, some some fans some fans <laughs> some fans still call Williams a bust, which I always not all, which I always take. You know, I I, I don't let that fly. I'm like. You're acting like when he played, he was bad. Like yeah, he no. balled for he, three years. He balled for ten years. <laughs> well, he, he, t- he took a, he took some time off. He balled in a different way. Yeah. He balled off the field for like a, a mini retirement in the middle. And then he came back. Speaking, all right, we're going to take a break. Coming full circle back to Sullivan. Last game of the season, Ricky needs to hit sixteen hundred yards or something like that. He needs like eighty three yards, and if he hits sixteen hundred, suddenly. The Dolphins pick that the Saints own turns into a first rounder. Game they beat the Patriots. He rushes for like two hundred yards, ends up winning the rushing title that year. Like all his stuff, Saints get their first round pick, and it's like I feel like today a franchise would be looking at it and being like, "Look, Ricky, your money's all the same here. If we've got a comfortable lead, we're pulling you out one year yeah, short yeah. of that." But like back then, they're not thinking about that, and they're just they're just coaches, and he's just trying to win and keep his job, Ricky. Goes off. Dolphins end up going nine and seven. Don't make the playoffs. Ricky retires not that long after that, and then the um, you know a couple years later, and then the Saints just completely blow that first round pick because they used it to trade up to take Jonathan Sullivan. Well, they could have stayed put and you know selected Troy Palomalo and another great player. You know what I'm saying, but you know, but, you know Saints don't value defensive backs. <laughs> That's a tough release today. Maybe we'll it's, take changing. A, it's changing. We'll take, we'll take a quick timeout. I'm Scott. That's Norman. It's ESPN 1420.com. Some post-game sound for Matt Deggs last night. Rage Occasion Baseball falls at Mississippi State. Number two team in the country. Um, we'll, do, we'll, uh, we'll hear a little bit of sound from Coach Deggs. Talk a little college hoops. March Madness is upon us. Are you just going to deprive me of, of, of Dak Prescott talk? 
Oh no, no, that's coming. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I, I'm happy for Dak. I just I think Jones went about that whole negotiation poorly. We'll talk about it. We will. ESP at fourteen twenty and dot com. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Great Scott Show. Hello, everybody. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. Listen live player via the stream on your desktop or mobile device, whether it be the mobile app and connect to cars and on smart speakers. That is brought to you by Champagne's Market and the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. I'm Scott Prath. The Norman Locke is with us. Rage Cage Baseball last night fell at number two Mississippi State. Couldn't get the runs going. Coach Deggs spoke a little bit after the game about it. Well, they're, first of all, Mississippi State's an incredibly good ball club. That's uh, as good a team as I've seen in a long time. They're very complete. Uh, they can pitch it. Uh, they pitch it efficient. They pitch it with power. Uh, they have a multitude of ways to get you out, uh, and they can really defend it. They can run. They're physical, and they put the ball in play, and they put it in play hard. Uh, I thought we pitched the ball extremely well tonight, and uh, our arms pretty much matched them. In fact, we out-hit them on our side. Uh, the difference in the game is they made every play, and we weren't able to. And, and uh, you know, just looking at it here, they struck out eight times. We struck out 17. So they do a really good job of putting the ball in play, keeping the pressure on, and, uh, you know, dominating routine plays. They're, they're a team to, to that, you know, you could look to and, and really – uh, say that's that's where we're working to get towards. And uh, we're going to have to play a lot better game uh, to get past a ball club like that right now. All right, Norman Locks reading out loud while I turn his mic on. Uh, Cajuns just couldn't get the hits last night, but um, number two team. And, and, and Degg said later on, he said, look, would I play this game again in a heartbeat? I mean, the only way you get better is to play really good teams. He's like, they 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 got something special there. We want to have something like that, and we're working toward it. But I just Deggs is the kind of guy that will just, in the spirit of competition, he'll just throw it down with anybody. Like they're like, hey Matt, you're going to begin the season and you're going to have a series against the number one team, and then the number two team the next weekend, and then you're going to take on the number three team in a midweek game. But twice, he'd be like, all right, let's sign up. Let's, I mean, that's how you. That's how you. I get mean, that, that dog mentality in. is 
They they like to scrap, man. And uh, and I know they 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 lost last night four to nothing, but I feel like I could be wrong. I'm not a baseball Southern analyst. Miss coming up next weekend. But I feel like that's how you test your pitcher. Before you get into conference play, you play the tough teams. I, I would rather do that if it was football. That's why I like when like small schools play or bigger schools early because you got more chance for upset and kind of psych you up going into think, the rest of the season. You know, I do think you, you test some of your pitchers. I think when you get a full weekend series against the top team, you get to do it more because you're throwing your like, top guys. But I'll say this. I mean, Mississippi State's midweek guys are like obviously elite. I mean, Cajuns, Cajuns have some good hitters. I mean, they had multiple guys hitting, you know, well over 300 going into last night's game, and the team struck out 17 times. So you really – you got a good test yesterday. You're going to get a good test this week going to get Southern Miss, and you're going to get ready for a TCU and then some conference games. So uh, I like the scrap of this team. Uh, I did not anticipate a win last night, but I like the scrap of this baseball team, and uh, I'm anxious to uh, to see what they do this weekend on the road. I am too. I am too. Jay Walker, voice of the Cajuns, the goat man, gave me some slack on uh to the baseball listeners about Adam Sandler. I was, I was, oh, I had to tell you. He hung out with Adam Sandler. That's what he told me too. Yeah. And I was like, so why, why are you giving me flack about Adam Sandler being a goat? But it's okay. But yeah, he's he's, he's your favorite. I mean, to suggest that that like he's this thespian and just no one can is a is a, he's a more accomplished man. actor. I'd be off, but to say that like. He's your goat, and he's a, I mean, he's a movie star. There's some character actors that can act better than Adam Sandler. No one knows who the hell they are. Yeah. I no, mean, it's, I it's, it's, about, it's about more Wait than just Wait till Friday. You're going to see my outfit. You're going to see my get up Friday. Um, Jay emails. We're talking about Ricky Williams briefly. He said the 0-2 season, I think he had two. This is for the Dolphins. I think he had two. Uh, he had 200-plus rushing yards against the Bills and the Bears. Um, he was a beast, man. He went to Miami. It was interesting. I want to I want to interview Randy Mueller. So he, he was the GM of the Saints. From 2000 to 02, and he was the executive of the year in the league in 2000, and that was a, a incredible Saints season. The fans might remember, so but I heard a lady him, came out. They did all kind of stuff <laughs> that year. In that playoff game, she did a something before the game. I kid you not. I've said this. I was at the game with my parents and my uh, closer to my mom's, who's a nun. <laughs> and she was with us, and like some people were like kind of laughing about it. I looked over at her; she was not. She, she was, was like, not. "No, bro, she was praying." Yeah, <laughs> the beads, man. It was no joke. And some people, all right, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I won't do that. But um, but Mueller was saying like they drafted Deuce and they traded Ricky because he 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 said I, I love Ricky. He was a great guy. He just said there were other stuff going on in New Orleans, and I just couldn't trust him. But he didn't like expound on it. And I'd love to. Well, I'd love to get did some you, more. Okay, so since we're speaking about Ricky Williams, Ricky Williams was just on Club Shay Shay, which is Shannon Sharp's podcast. All right. Did you did you listen or did you see this? I saw I saw a headline that he said a backup quarterback slept with his girlfriend. Yes, he did. And and I'm gonna say that that story kind of prefaces his tender in New Orleans and why he took that vacation mid through his career. So he said that he was on his way to his girlfriend's house. And he said he gets in the driveway and he sees the teammate's car in the driveway. It's I the just co- want to know who it was. I had to I mean, look was it up, it too. I, I, don't, I didn't know who it was. was I, it, what, what is, year, he what, didn't say they, what year it was. That was the killer it part. Could be, it could be. Scott, I looked at these guys. I was like, I feel bad for Ricky. If any of these guys, it, it would have been. It wasn't. Because the starter quarterback for his last year, I, I forget his name, but he actually was a good player, but the backup wasn't. He was a scrub. So it's like, 
For his last year, in his last well, no, his was... last year in college. This happened okay. while he was in college. Oh, yeah, okay, this happened okay. while I was in college. So that's what made me look up and was like, "Who's sleeping, Rico?" Like, y'all crazy? He's putting up all these yards at Texas, and he you sleeping? No, he could do no wrong there. So he says, and then you know, Rico Williams has like this soft kind of voice, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So he's explaining how angry he is as he sees his teammate's car in the in his girlfriend's driveway. He said he's with another teammate. And the teammate has to hold him back from going inside and, you know what I'm saying, being angry. And it was like the teammate brought him to his house and gave him some marijuana and told him, look, bro, this is too much going on. I know I know you're upset. Just hit this. And Ricky Williams said from that day on, he's been a cannabis user. So either Richard Walton or Ryan O'Neill <laughs> is the one that did this to him. And they sparked the fury of Ricky Williams because that. Because he's just been angry, running angry ever since. Like, imagine having to go to practice. Like, I just, I don't know how you, you know who shouldn't have, who's the worst coach to deal with that coach? Oh, we know a coach O would have told Ricky Williams. <laughs> After that, men sleep with women. Or what, what do he say? When? Well, it, Coach O says he didn't realize what it, it's a serious subject because the, the woman had been assaulted. Now, he didn't, he says he didn't know that. He was just told that. She had slept with the yeah. players, and he said, you know, that, that kind of stuff happens. Don't let it ruin your career. The player says he said it happens all the time. Believe what you will, but Ricky. Ricky. I tried. That, that's a hard cat to get on. That, last summer when I was just interviewing a bunch of players from the 2000 Saints, I remember talking to Terrell Smith, um, and he was his fullback, and I was like, he still hangs out with Ricky. I'm like, dude, just – you telling me what you do. You're still hanging out it, with Ricky. You tell me what in, you're doing. Put in a good word for me. I just <laughs> get him on the show. Like I'll do just what uh, I, I could. I would. I would. I would have. I would need four hours to just talk to ask you. every question. You, you got to every you have question to. I'd want to ask because you got to talk to him about at Texas. You got to talk to him about wearing a dress with Mike Dicker. Like that's my biggest question. Like but he's he's answered some of those. Like, I want to ask him. You go ahead. I'm <laughs> asking him like stuff about. <laughs> About New Orleans, about getting found in Australia by a reporter that was looking for him for like a week, <laughs> about about post career, about cannabis, about his old teammates, about whatever quarterback at Texas. Like there would, I would just go about about life now. About just man, I, I used I remember, but again, Ricky Williams was a guy. I mean, you talk about fans thinking someone's their savior. That poor dude. You give yeah, him a whole really, draft for a player. The Saints were horrendous, and it's like. We're going to the top. You know who was the one Saints player? I asked him about signing with no limit. He, he asked him about it, but I didn't, I didn't get to that part of he it. He jokes about it. He's like he he kind of he laughs and says what happened, but he laughs like insinuating like probably wasn't probably wasn't the, the best, best move. He's yeah. just like, yeah, I did, I did it. But Master he got P. to be. He's like, but yeah, I got to be in a music video. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's a big thing. Like you you signed to like. Uh, Young Money Y, MMPA or something like that? It was like, a horrible contract. It was a rookie, like, your rookie he deal. He said they gave him three different deals. The, the rookie deal, you could lock in the guaranteed money. Yeah. Because you remember for years, the rookie deals would grow a little bit more, a little bit more, and then it got so huge that they, they, ended, up, they ended up capping yeah, it. They yeah. ended up capping it. So, like, fifth overall pick, he he had a, I think. He said he, said he had three full, deals. It was full of incentives. Like, the whole contract was so full of incentives, some of which were just looking back. It was like, bro, you were never going to get that. No, and he said, and that was the part, that's literally the part of the interview I stopped on. He was like signing with, he said he had an agent, but his agent was baseball-based. And he was like, he was talking through with somebody else. He said he fired the baseball agent, and then somebody suggested Master P. 
And he was like, they brought him the contracts. It was three different contracts. Like you said, one was real incentive based. One was a lot of guaranteed upfront money, and I don't remember what the third one was. But he went with the incentive with but Master P. You see, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, with respect to Percy, Percy's uh, a goat. With with respect to Percy, an experienced agent in that situation would never allow no. that. They'd be like, "Here's your deal. Here's the guaranteed." See, because the, the, the I'm not I'm not giving you options. Here is here is the best deal. Sign it, and here's your first check. And I get my ten percent later. And but see, and that was the the problem that Master P did. Master P thought he was negotiating rap contracts with like, no, this is different, bro. This is not no. This is different. You ain't you ain't getting residuals residuals on on this this uh, NFL field. He should have did. He was before his time, but he should have did what the Lil Wayne's and the Jay-Z did is you own it. You the face, but you go hire the lawyers and the agents. <laughs> like you know, Jay-Z isn't in the middle of the deals with with Leonard Fournette and Rock Nation or Lil Wayne with like the draft picks. Lil Wayne has a successful sports agency. But he does. But he, he's not signing the deals. He's not negotiating and, and this, the deals. You got also, you got to factor in. This was 22 years ago. It was just... It was everything. Everything. The sports different. world, agents, everything. It was just, it was very different. Um, Early 90s was, a, I mean, late 90s was a, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Master P dog sitting in the in the station. I back had there. that when I was young. I too. had I two had of them. I had the fit them. too. Don't don't laugh. I had the, the Army Frigate Dickie fit too with the, with the bucket hat and the fake aluminum uh, chain on. A uh, platinum? Platinum. That's, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. aluminum, yeah. but it was platinum. 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 <laughs> All right, 22 after the hour, ESPN 1420. Um, do you go fill out a bracket? I will fill out a bracket. I feel like every year we'll fill the – I've been knowing you probably like eight years, Scott. I don't think my bracket has been close, like not even kind of close. You're you're just in the majority. Like, okay. I mean – the guys that are going to – the pundits can't help it. The experts will all fill out a bracket. They'll choose a few upsets, and then that's it. Like, no one's – whoever has the – whoever fills out the best bracket in the world this year, they're not – there's there's never been a perfect bracket. There never will be. But whoever has the best one overall will not be an expert. No. I'm just here to tell no. everybody. No. It will not be you or me. Not that we're experts, but it will not be Joe Lenardi. It no. will – it's just going to be I don't someone even that's like, I kind of watch a little bit, but I just feel this and that. And that. Yeah, see, I, when I go into my bracket, bracketology, I have no type of system. It's, I don't go look at points. I don't go look at, I look at the teams and you I just, just go, go with the feel. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> everyone <laughs> that's does. That's like whatever. You, if, you, if you do it the other way, you over, I say that's what everyone does. That's what many do. You do it the other way, you're just overthinking it or People do it with their heart, but this is the time, you know, college basketball, you got the tournaments going on. You had a great game last night. Butler won an overtime against Xavier by a point. Um, conference tournaments in full swing. It's just going to be weird with the tournament this year that you've got um, the days are different. Yeah. Like, I think the first round of games starts on Friday instead of Thursday, and you, that's – no, I don't need I don't need games on a Monday. I need it Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. And the Sweet 16 this year starts on a Friday, which means your last Elite Eight games in terms of who's going to the Final Four is going to be on a Tuesday. That needs to be on a Sunday afternoon. It, it, yeah, I don't I don't like it. But I guess you know they had to TV schedule they that and they had to do all the games in Indy, COVID, all that stuff. I think next year it'll be 
back to what you're uh, what you're used to. But but I'm ready, man. And I was hoping on the women's side, obviously the the Cajuns will be in there. But WNIT for them, they'll find out where they're going Monday, and we'll talk to Gary Broadhead on Tuesday. But college hoops, man, this is this is the time of year where casual fans who haven't watched much will all be tuning in, yeah, picking a team they know nothing about, can't name a single player on it, and just the, 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 like March Madness for many sports fans is just this like brief spring fling. Yeah. They fall in love with some school and a few players, and then they'll look back many years down the road and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, what was that grandma's name? Yeah, that what was, was the, what was the uh, Excuse me. Sister, she's not a grandmother. She's a nun, so she doesn't have grandmother. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm about Sister Jean? Sorry. Sister Jean. I'm sorry, Sister Jean. Respect for the I'm nun. I'm sorry, Sister Respect for the And I'm if she sorry, was sister. a grandmother, she'd probably be a great-great-grandmother because Loyola Chicago is in the dance. Shout they are really sister. good, and she's 101. And, sh- and And you know what? Uh, let's get the Sister Jean bobbleheads back. Let's get them back in the Final Four so we get Sister Jean again, but at 101 years old. She was born in 1919. Yeah, no, nah, she's, man, I have a great-grandmother that would have been that old. She's born she in the 1910s? In, yeah, she was born in 1918. No, no, yeah, 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 she was born in 1918. Sister Jean. Shout Sister out Jean. Sister Jean. Shout out Sister Jean. Sister Jean might be able to negotiate contracts better than Jerry Jones. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Jerry is a wizard. Well, I'm not. There's a joke I was gonna make. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. 25 after the hour. We'll be right back. Right after this, we got a lot to discuss. Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadian and his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Paris Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in. Open up my window again. Open up my window again. I can hear death calling my name. I can hear death calling again. I swear to God, things ain't gonna change. I swear to God. I like that tune. I'm about to say, what is this? Swiss Beats. Okay. Uh, oh, it's Ross on the end. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I mean, that's good stuff, right there. That's good. Did you see his tiny desk? No, I don't. I don't know much about him. Go watch Rick Ross' tiny desk. It's really good. It's a great performance. They perform on a in front of a tiny desk. I just like that chorus right there. That's good. Swiss Beast on oh, chorus has been making a living for like 30 years now. It's the theme song to The Godfather of Harlem. Which, by the way, Forrest Whitaker is the answer to the question of who's the best actor ever. The guy with the eye? Show some respect. I'm, 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 yes, he has a he has a, a lazy eye. But okay, like, okay, okay. If, if that is that all you know about him, I've seen his movies. Okay, 
I've seen his movies. I was I just making sure it was the guy. I always confuse that him with there's another actor like that almost looked, my whole life. There's, there's another, no one that looks like Forrest yeah, Whitaker. Except for the no, eye. No, but they, no. They, they, yes, they do. I'm going to find it. No, I'm gonna good, find good it. luck. I'm gonna find it. And you can't use his his his, uh, his younger brother and nephew who are in movies. It can't be somebody that's actually See, that's probably who it him. is. That's what I'm just saying. It's Damon Whitaker. It's probably, see, and it's probably, it's probably him. <laughs> but. Um, all right, so... Uh, Yes, Kirk's listening. He says, did y'all mention Jackrabbit being like, oh, yeah, we, we talked about Janoris Jenkins, and um, probably the only thing we did agree on this morning is that he is um, he is going to be missed on the field, which led us into a discussion about Saints cornerbacks over the years. And Mike McKenzie was my guy. You, no. See, they paid him. He came to my, my elementary school. They traded him, and then they paid him, and, and he worked out. So they've, they've had Jabari Greer. They've had a few, but they've also paid some bad ones, and – Jenkins was a good one, and uh, now he gave he's him gone. a Super Bowl ring, honorary Super Bowl ring. McKenzie was on the Super Bowl team. He didn't play, but that's why. Yeah, I but he play. was. He go back and watch that Monday night game when the Saints put it on the Patriots. McKenzie had just come off the street that like day before, and he had a pick in the first quarter. The dome went nuts. Um, yeah, I like Mike. So Dak Prescott, Dakota, Jerry Jones, just the entire Dak Prescott situation. He could have handled it much better, and could he? Absolutely. Well, in business, who's wrong in business? Whoever's trying to get a cheaper deal or more money for a deal, a service. Would you agree that two years ago, and and you were saying they need to stop franchise tagging him? Mm-hmm. Could have given him a seven year, two hundred ten million dollar deal. I just at the time, I think that they wasn't fully on committed on the the length of the contract and that's why they were forced to franchise tag him. Is that when he year. was coming off his best season? Yes. They was trying to decide the length and and Dak Prescott won. So the the Okay. The, the no, ultimate he line. did. He did. He did he, win. I mean, he's Dak, been Dak going won. back and forth between a four-year deal versus a six-year deal. And he's like, you know what? We can't get the deal done. I'll take the franchise tag. Took the franchise tag, threw for almost five thousand yards, double down come the second season. Um, and again, he was forced, the Cowboys was going to be forced to franchise tag him again because he wasn't budging on a four-year deal. So it was great business by Dakota Prescott. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that's both sides came together. What I like and what the media tried to drive a wedge in between is the fact that both sides never put out any false numbers to kind of sway either sides of, oh, Dak's asking for a $200 million deal. Oh, the Cowboys are trying to lowball him. No, it was always about the length of the contract. Nothing monetarily, the length. And Dak Prescott, I've always said he is a lifelong Cowboy. He's the quarterback of the Cowboys. He didn't have to say none of this. He could have did like uh, Deshaun Watson, took everything down, uh, Allen Robinson, take all types of uh, any forms of fashion and Bears paraphernalia off the internet. He didn't do either. He knew the deal would get done. It got done. Lifelong. Well, right now, four years with the Cowboys. Yeah, Jones. If he if he pays him previously, he has him for longer at less money. Well, what, 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 how, the the I'm thinking of other big contracts Jerry's done. Like, like Jerry's paid, and that's another thing. Uh, you know, people like to say Jerry doesn't. He's stingy with his money. No, he has, He gives out the contract too when much. You, too you, much sometimes. Des Bryant has been paid. Tony Romo has been paid. Let's, let's, Everybody's let's, been let's, paid. Let's talk about that. So the Des Bryant contract, was mm-hmm. that did that work out good for the Cowboys? Was that a good contract? I'm going to say it was a good contract because at the time it was 
it was competitive with the other wide receivers in the market. Des Bryant's body broke down. But it, so it wasn't. I, I, I can't. Let's I, let me ask you this question: What determines if it's a bad contract? The play on the field, the money that's given out compared to others around the position, or an athlete that doesn't live up to the contract? Who does that bad contract fall on? I, why? Why? Why could you only pick one? Would it be I'm, all I'm, three? I'm, yeah, I'm asking. It's all three. It's all three. Absolutely. Well, who, who does it fall on? Would who you say it? the bad contract was a bad contract because it was a, the player's reason or ownership? Well, it, 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 it usually it should fall on ownership. It should fall on ownership. I think I think it falls on. Ownership. So if you sign, if the ownership give you a deal that you deserved, and you don't live up to it, it's still ownership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is Ezekiel Elliott's contract a good one? I, I, I mean, no. I'm going to say yes because no. I believe no. I believe if a player gets paid for time earned. But you're, okay. You're, that's why I'm at you. That's why I'm at you. You're, what? You're, you're looking at it from a player standpoint. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking not, at it from a player I'm standpoint. I'm not saying, look, good for these guys. I'm talking about Jerry. This is about Jerry Jones. I'm looking at it from he both. over He overpaid. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper is, is awesome. I'm not going to suggest he's not a good player. He was not going to get a five-year, $100 million deal from another team. He was. Mm-mm. He, he, it was an open it, like you can Google. He was about to go to Washington, the Washington football team. Really, Washington yes. was going to give him a hundred million. Yes, plus, five years. Yes, you, there's an internet and there's a Google. Um, but we were able to. Keep there was it. talk last year that Washington would have paid Dak Prescott like over a hundred mil guaranteed. Yeah, you believe that everything out of Washington, the R tribal, the Cowboys, you don't believe any of that is. You should look up the history of. Former Cowboys going to Washington. Oh, look, I, I see stuff with Saints and Falcons quite a bit. Yeah, so but you don't you don't you don't think Dan Snyder ever tries to drive up a market price? No, you don't think. Well, Jerry I mean, Jones I can't say and, no. I can't. You don't say think no. Jerry Jones no. and Dan Snyder also compete with one another as far as I got a bigger pocketbook than you? That's probably we're everyone talking about some. We're, we're talking about some. It's probably everyone notorious. I can't just limit. Sports. I know. I I'll say no. I can't limit it to. <laughs> I just don't Jerry think Jones from a Cowboys standpoint those contracts that I mentioned. Nick Lee's contract. I want to throw that in there. I don't think that these were good deals for the team. Good for the players for getting the deals. I think Jerry Jones is a good owner. I don't think he's a great GM, and I think history has shown that. How his first his first five years with the franchise since the salary cap was put into place, the Cowboys have won two playoff games. You're right in its current in its current state. And you were hundred. I'm not even right. trying to no no no. You're to right, dog Jones. Now, I'm just saying. Now how many now uh, now this, this and this has been one GM in 25 years, right? Okay, how many GMs have throughout any team? The New Orleans Saints have in the past twenty-five years. I think five. Five. Wow, that's crazy. All Bad right. ones. So now, now, now. Hold on, hold on. I'm not finished. Okay. All right. So five out of those five, Mickey Loomis has been the best, right? He's been there eighteen years. Eighteen. Well, he's been there longer, but he has officially been the GM for this will be his nineteenth season. Nineteenth season. So they, okay. they, they've had. I said five. I think it's. I think I'm wrong. I think it's three. I'd have to look at what Bill. I don't know. They had Jim Finks, who was great. Then he died. Now I don't know if Finks was still technically the GM when Jones was, but I think he was. Okay. So they had a really good one in Finks. Okay. He died. Then they had Bill Kerryak, who was awful. Okay. Then they had Mueller, who was the executive of the year. In two years later, he was fired because in '02 the Saints were a mess. And then you had Mickey Loomis. Okay. So in 25 years, in those five GMs. The Saints have had how many Super Bowls? One. Okay. So would you have said all those GMs are, are bad GMs? I think they've had more than two playoff wins. But, but I, I, 
The question is, would you have said all I, of those GMs are bad GMs? I would say the two of those four are were bad, yes. Okay. Jim Finks was really good, and uh, he was – even Randy Mueller, who was an executive of the year, he wasn't a good GM. So If two, he was, he would have lasted longer. So two out the four, mm-hmm. and only one out the four got a Super Bowl in 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just trying to see what the criteria of a bad GM is. I think the Cowboys standard, you would agree, is Super Bowls every year. I don't think that's the standard in Cincinnati. I think their ownership would like to have one, but they're they're content on just – Let's just make some money here and play football. In Dallas, it's Super Bowl or bust every year. See, that's what you say? I'm, I'm asking. Oh, I mean, asking. It seems like that's it. I mean, every year you guys talk about I mean, it. That's, that's what Jerry Jones says. I'm glad that you think Jerry that, Jones is a good of, G, You think he's a good GM? Yes. So I think that no. the Cowboys, with saying Super Bowl or bust every year, I'm glad we wear it on the front of our jerseys and our mantra because that, that's the that's the mentality that every team should be setting up their – their teams and their rosters with. I mean, we watch what you the New England Patriots did. You think two wins is good. You think one Super Bowl in the entire organization's history is good. I and think, that's what we did I think I, I, I think the Super Bowl is good. I think the, the lifespan of the Saints, there's more losing in there than winning. Yeah, um, that's what we differ. The it's, Saints have been we, more successful in the last 20 years than the Cowboys. Correct. And the Cowboys have been a way better franchise let than me, the New Orleans let me, Saints let me start in the history that's true. of the, that's of the true. NFL. That's true. So I, that, just, but now we're going on Two things are true. That, they, no, that is. No, no. We're not going on two different things. We just have two different pinpoints. So you yeah, have but, some – You have some. Like, hold on, hold on. You have some teams, some fans of teams that like to pinpoint history. Because if you talk to any New England, New England fa- Patriots fans, they don't know nothing before 03. They don't know nothing before 03. So it's like we like to pinpoint our history – of when we want to dictate when our teams are winning or not winning. But if we just talk history, total That's history, a, let's, we can leave it at that. But, but why? we're not talking history. We're talking about Jerry Jones. We are talking about Jerry Jones. You're changing the subject. So, uh, so you're right. In let's the, leave it at Jerry the, Jones in, wait, wait, as the GM. Let's, let's leave it at Jerry Jones as GM. How many in Super current, Bowl wins? In the current salary cap era, yes. is Jerry Jones a good GM? Yes. How many no. Super Bowl wins does he have? Zero. In the current salary cap oh, oh, era, okay. he has All right. zero. Current salary he, cap. And that is what we are working okay. on right now. How currently. many Super Bowls? So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. You say he's not a good GM. No. Because he hasn't He's have, a good owner, but he's not a good GM. Not a good GM. Let's contrast to how many GMs have Super Bowl wins since the salary cap era. Or how many GMs that have has been gone and came in that entire 25 years. A lot. A lot. And, the, and yet the Dallas Cowboys have the same one. Put it this way. I, that's why I'm trying to see what's a Be, bad GM. You, what's you, a bad GM? If, if, if Jerry Jones had a GM that did the same things he had, how many GMs do you think he would have had in the last 25 years? That's a, that's a weighted question. Answer it. That's a weighted question. You don't that's think he would have fired someone that's that had... That's a weighted question. How many owners do you do... do correct. Those, yeah, that's a no, weighted question. That, that's, that's, a, my, but no, that's a weighted no, question. No, that's not. a weighted it question. Every back, owner, it goes that's back, a weighted question. No, it's not. It goes back to the point that if it was someone else doing what he did, he would have replaced himself as GM. But because it's him, he can't. Uh, that's true. I, I disagree. But you're I disagree. wrong. I disagree. You're wrong. No, no, I disagree. 269-1077. Let's... It's a weighted question. That's how he gets out of that one. It's heavy. It's heavy. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Let's go to the phone lines. Welcome into the show. Hello. Um, how many years has the uh, salary cap been in place? Is is it twenty five? No, no. But in terms of the, the the early salary cap years, there were there were a lot of loopholes in it. Like you could sign Deion Sanders. 
There was. You could sign but, Deion Sanders to a giant signing bonus, and that wasn't counted against the cap, just his salary. Okay, well, here's, here's my question. How many teams are in the NFL? 32, correct? Mm-hmm. So if the salary cap has been in place for 32 years, what should be the average number of wins for each team in the NFL? I don't know, Dave. You, you're dropping a bunch of math on me. Do you have the no, number? He, he give, no, he no, give no, us no. some what good I'm stats out is, there. What I'm, what I'm saying is there are 32, 32 teams in the NFL. That, that means that each team should basically win the championship, win the Super Bowl once every 32 years. No. And if you win it more than once every – well, you say no. That means you're saying that some teams should never win it. I'm not saying some teams should never win it. I'm saying the salary cap doesn't mean that the salary cap evens the salary playing field. It does not make every GM equally as good as the other. No, but I do get what he's but, saying. He's saying if the salary cap is even on a basis of 32 teams, then one in 32 years, if you are a halfway decent GM, you should win a Super Bowl. What I'm saying is That's not what in, saying. in 100 years, if you, win the, if you win the Super Bowl more than three times, then you've done a really great job. And if you haven't ever won it, then, yeah, you need to go back and look and say what's been wrong with my team for 100 years. But logically, a team should win the championship once in the number of teams that there are in a professional league. That doesn't apply to colleges because some colleges are haves and some colleges are have-nots. But in the pros, every team should be equal. Therefore, you should win it once and every other team should win it before you win it again and if you win it again then you did a doggone good job yeah but it's it, you're right but it's more than just about a salary cap you're, you mean you're so coaching you're scouting the draft and and on top of that even with a salary cap teams like the cowboys and now the saints i wouldn't have said this about the saints years ago even with the salary cap have some advantages okay you've got and, and i'll give you an example of why mickey loomis is trying to get below the cap right now right guys how, well, yeah. Aside from releasing Jenkins and Sanders, what is the other thing the Saints have done a ton of here? Votable years. Well, aside from that, what is something else they've done a ton of the last? But votable years will tie into this. I'll explain. They've restructured well, they, they, a lot of current contracts, mm-hmm. right? How do they do it? Exactly. They convert a salary into a signing bonus, into cash, loopholes. into cash up front. This is a spending thing. So the, cow- the Cowboys have the same loophole. I'm not, I wouldn't even call it a loophole because it's fair game. Well, what this is, hang on, what this is, is teams willing, teams that have owners that are like, I will put up all of this cash right now for you to do this. Mm-hmm. They have more luxury. Their GMs have more luxury working in the confines of the cap than somebody in Cincinnati who they're, they're never going to say, here's a bunch of cash to convert these contracts into salary, into convert this year's salary into a signing bonus so we can spread this out. Those teams can't do that. The difference between that and a loophole from 1994 is that you eventually have to pay that money. You can kick it to other years. In 94, you could sign someone to this big signing bonus, and that's not counted against the cap at all. So the current salary cap structure since it's been around, I don't think Jerry Jones has been a good GM. Man, every list, I'm Googling my butt off. Every list has has Jerry Jones in the top five. Good. I'm I'm glad those lists like to put him in the top five. 
Do you guys think two playoff wins in twenty in twenty plus years? You see, you look in that playoff wins, but what if you had fifty playoff wins and no, like what the Bills? Like this is the Bills GM all those Super Bowls and they, losses? They, they, is that, they, is that, 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 that was that was pretty salary cap? The Bills have been a horrendous team. I'm just saying, what is the Bills successful? general? Every Bills GM of the last twenty five years, with the exception of the current one, has been bad. What is successful to you? Wow. I, the look, Saints look GM the has been bad then because he the spent field. all this money last four years and has gotten them to. One NFC championship. How many playoff wins? One have the NFC Saints championship had in the last twenty years. One NFC championship. I see it as a failure. Okay, if, if, cool. if the Cowboys, cool I'm okay that, with saying the fact cool Jerry Jones has failed the one. Cowboys for winning a playoff game in 25 years, if, but he got them to three Super Bowls in the first five years as a GM. The Saints, Mickey Loomis, he got them one ring, one Mickey Mouse ring, and it's been it. Why are you yelling? It's been up, it. Why are you obsessed with the Saints? It's been it. I'm just in putting the, in a comparison because 25 you're, you're years Saints of fan. the salary cap. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm bringing up Jerry Jones because that was the topic of this conversation. Yeah. What you do is when you don't have anywhere to go, you bring up the Saints like it's going to trigger me. No, I'm me. comparing the no, Saints. No, you're not. Compare I'm co- a different compare, team. Alright, compare Let me compare a team that's only won one Super Bowl. Let me think about it. Who's only won one? That's had the same GM in who's the last one, 18 Who's years? only won one? I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm running through my brain of, of premier franchises and they all have multiple Super Bowl wins. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to in go through it. In the last 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Under the current salary cap, is, uh, you think Jerry Steelers, Jones is a good GM? The New England Patriots. Patriots had a good GM. The New York Giants got two Super Bowl rings. I'm trying to think who else. I don't else. think their current GM's good. <sighs> I'm Gettleman. trying to think. It ain't Mickey Loomis, though. It's been t- it's been a decade since what Mickey is, won a ring. Why I'm are just you obsessed saying, with the Saints? I'm just saying. I'm putting it on compare. I'm trying to make no, it relatable not. for you're the not, listeners. You're, you're trying to deflect the fact that you think Jerry in the last Jones, 25 years, Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones has been a good it's about, GM. He has. And he that's, has. that's just the, the, the proof is in the pudding that he has not. He has. Cowboys is number one brand. He has, has turned that, the Cowboys that, into that's a, not, a billion that's dollar franchise. He has a good ownership. That is not being a good general hey, manager. That is. No, it's not. That is. Mickey Loomis is not responsible for the Saints branding. Let me Warren. find. Let me find out what's the true definition. Because you don't know the true definition of a general manager. You you don't. You don't you, know. You don't know. You don't know the true definition of a general know, manager. You don't know anything. Sometimes you come on here and you just spout all this palaver. Let's go back to the phone Let's lines. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Hello. I guess he can use the uh, Seahawks and the uh, Eagles since he's uh, talking about teams who won won Super Bowl. Yeah, Eagles have great great yeah. GM according to Norm. I'm actually you. you should, hey, I said one Super Bowl. It doesn't equate. This is about Jerry Jones, and you keep deflecting. You In the last 25 years, Thank has you. he been a good GM? You and keep I say deflecting, yes. and, and, yes. and, and, and all yes. of the proof suggests otherwise. And, and, and your response to that is, oh, Mickey Lewis and the Saints. Man, 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 don't do my arm wave. That's, you did it earlier when you were talking wave. about baseball. You did that. Wave. It's my arm wave. The man is the owner of the team. This shouldn't even count, Matt. Uh, another thing, too. Um, Thank you. That's another thing. He's like you just said. He owns the team, too. You can make all the money. Hey, like I said, what? Jerry Jones the go. He's not He's not, He's not. not defending the wow. and, uh, argument, uh, Norm. <laughs> I know he's not defending me. He's adding to my points. My, my thing, my, my thing um, you said that a Patriot fan has to uh, disagree. You said Patriot fans... They only they only count to oh three until now uh, to the present day. Uh, they won a title in oh one, and also they made a super 
Patriots fans. They made two. They made they made two Super Bowls prior to that. But Norm Norm just likes to bring up Uh, other teams when he can't defend the Cowboys. Oh, stop it! What what, what Patriots fans y'all talking to from from the nineties? I don't know any. Dave Schultz. You're 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 younger than us. That's what I'm saying. Have you ever been to Boston? Do you have family in Boston? What? No, Scott. There's no black people in Boston. Actually, one of my best friends lives there. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, one. (laughs) <laughs> have family there as well but, but what I'm saying is no, I'm, um, since the Patriots you know maybe Bill Parcell a coach uh, Drew Bledsoe I think you know their, their fan base was I feel was based off of those decisions and I know they had some terrible years and also they they made a Super Bowl in the 80s uh, you know um, of course they got destroyed but yeah I just want to disagree on that uh, who I uh, I don't understand where, where y'all where you're coming from with this. He's just trying to troll the Cowboys. Yeah. That's all it is. This this whole troll. conversation he's not, he's not started about Jerry to, Jones you, and Dax and Dax's contract. Trying, no, he asks where we're we going with this. Not uh, that's where I feel like that's where it's going. And what going. name one thing I've done that would be considered trolling the Cowboys in the last twenty minutes? That you won't tell me what a bad GM is. Like, what's somebody, the baseline of a bad GM? Somebody that in the last 25 years has a record of about 500 and two, and two playoff wins. Okay. So that's, 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 that's... I would not, I would not look at that and say, boy, you've been the GM that whole time. You've had a lot of success. Okay. All right, all right. So Bruce tell me, so, so tell me who's, but you just told me what other why, GMs are why, why are we talking about Jerry Jones? No, what other GM? Well, why, so well, compare who else is good. Was Bruce Allen a GM for a long time? And then he finally got, was he a GM? Who? What, what, what was Bruce Allen role? The guy with the, uh, Washington football team. Yeah, was, was, yeah, was he, 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 I, I, he, he had a lot of pull. I think, I think he was. He was a, the, the, the facto the GM. Yeah. That's what they. That's what Google's saying. De facto GM, New England Patriots with Bill Belichick, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Dallas Cowboys. They they have a football president of football operations slash GM you slash can be, owner you can be, slash. You can be a good coach, and it and time passes you by, and then you get fired, and you're not good at the end. You can be a good GM. And then suddenly you're not the game. What's the baseline? So give me another Winning. bad GM that's Winning. been in the league for for over twenty years. There isn't one. That's the point. Oh, no one has been. That's the whole point. He's the owner, so he would have fired himself a long time ago. That's the point. That's the point. You can't name another one that's been the GM for twenty five years. I just don't see how he's been a bad GM and the brand just keep growing. He's a good owner. He's a bad GM. He's the team's bold. He's bold. It's further proof of how good an owner he is that they're still. It's he's like running the, bold. So, so, oh, so the Knicks have a good GM? The Knicks have been bad at basketball, though. So, the so, Knicks have a good GM? So, listen, all right, this is my oh, question. Oh, no, the global brand. No, this is the, the global the, the, brand. I don't know where. Well, I don't know where. Cowboys Go look were, at Forbes and the value they, of the they, Knicks. They, listen, listen, my question is so, if as an owner and a GM, the Cowboys haven't won playoff games, but they've been competitive. And they, the brand they, is good. They, so it's been they, a bad team, yeah. bad franchise since since '96. But for some reason, it's always just How been relevant. Jerry Jones, it's just, that's crazy. That's, that's what I'm saying. Himself. That's crazy. Why is that crazy, because, man? You know, you know why, though, man. I don't know why. Why don't you tell me why? Why? <laughs> if the Cowboys has been bad, Jerry Jones has been a horrible GM, giving out bad contracts. Scott but he's said. been a bad GM. How have they been relevant since 1996? Because they're the Cowboys. They can have, they can be because three and thirteen relevant. in their league. Because they've been relevant before then. That's why. Okay. It doesn't really matter. A, a team like that is, is so it doesn't. So it doesn't. All right, I'm waiting on a pinpoint reason. Or why? If we oh, don't win, reason. we don't have to win. It ain't the GM making the moves. It ain't the owner making the moves. 
Oh, he. I'm sorry. The GM how, how is many, the owner. How many, how many years? Uh, did, didn't the Lake? Didn't the Lakers have like four awful years? Where they didn't make the playoffs. Were they still the most recognizable brand in the NBA? When, when what you years said, you talking about? Uh, but prior to LeBron okay, going, it wasn't there. twenty hey, years, on, right? Go, you said for twenty. You said for twenty. Right. That's yeah. even. You said for twenty. That's what I'm trying to see for twenty. So from '96 to yesterday, let's let let's let let's let the caller talk. Cowboys made some playoffs uh, in, in those twenty some years. No, yeah, he's, he, said, he said he said he said he said. said playoff seasons. wins. He said playoff wins. He said only. He said two. two. Yeah, he said two. It's been more. My, than two. my point is, more than two. Jerry Jones more than two. would have never kept any GM under Thank the current salary you. cap constraints for twenty five years that had two playoff wins. Not Jerry Jones. It's more than two Cowboys. playoff wins in twenty five years. I don't know why you keep saying that number. And the, it's since ninety six. It's more than two. Oh, it's two. It's two. One against. It's two. Come on, man. Know your history, know your team. Appreciate the call, man. All right, one more before we get out of here. Last call of the morning. Welcome into the show. Ooh, listening to 1420 All right. Just On that note, <laughs> catch Norm this afternoon with Lynn, 3 o'clock. Tomorrow as well, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Don't go anywhere. Steve's next will be on the game, ESPN1420.com. Again. I swear to God, things ain't going to change. I swear to God, things ain't going to change. I keep a revival with your name. I keep a revival with your name. Just in case.